This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. All right, we're back here on BetQL Daily every single day, 1140 Eastern. We give our Lightning Bats favorite plays of the day. Uh, we're here weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern Time. The Odyssey app on Twitch, YouTube. Uh, find us there. And you should check out the podcast. Big download numbers uh, we've noticed over the last few weeks. So we're very excited about that. We appreciate each and every one of you that uh, are dedicated to the show and make sure to check it out each and every single day. Uh, as I mentioned, we wrap with our lightning bets. So, Aaron, why don't you start us off? Where are we going on this Tuesday? Is it anything happening today or are you looking ahead to the weekend? I am looking ahead to the weekend. Um, why not? It's the game everyone's talking about. Bucks at Patriots. Brady goes back to Foxborough. The overs are eight and one in prime time. I'm taking the over 48 and a half. Bucks averaging 34 points per game. Pats averaging 18 points per game. The Bucks secondary isn't that great. And obviously, I think Tom Brady's just going to have his way with the Patriots. Stick it to his former team, stick it to his former coach. I think it'll be higher than 48 and a half, so I'm taking the over, hoping that this trend in prime time continues. All right, Tampa Bay, New England over. And you know what, Paul? I'm going to go to you because I have a feeling that I, I was going to mention something that you might be on, and I don't want to steal your thunder there uh, on this Tuesday. So what are you looking at? Go ahead, Paul, ask him. Well, I guess we're both on the same page with this. So I think so. I think we're gonna. I'm gonna do it. Uh, already did kind of do it actually during one of our breaks. But Hassan Reddick, <laughs> 35 oh, to yeah. one to uh, lead the league in sacks. He's been consistent. One and a half sacks the last three games hasn't been the stiffest competition, but I think he'll continue that trend. It's just an unreal number for someone that is one and a half sacks behind Miles Garrett, who had one <laughs> big sack game against the Bears, and Chandler Jones, who saw a big sack game as well. So. Son Reddick, 35 to 1 to lead the NFL. I think he's one back. I think he's one back. Four and a half. Four and a half. He's one back. You're right. You're right. Um, Yeah. And then I just locked in a teaser for the weekend. Jumping on it early. But doing the Bengals, the Thursday night game from seven uh, through three down to one. Bengals minus one at home against the Jaguars. And the Chiefs. Uh down to minus one on the road in Philadelphia. We just heard Simon Hunter talk about it a little bit. Tough to see them losing three in a row. Did Certainly. I steal yours? No, I was just going to talk about teasers in general. Well, yeah. th- 
the the Reddick one was kind of a consensus. We talked uh, yeah. through that earlier in the show. So that's definitely going to be a show bet. I'm all about uh, Reddick. I top three in sacks, top three in pressures. You might want to get that before he's. Everybody's talking about how great that Panthers defense is. That started to happen after Thursday, but I don't think people are realizing how consistent that he's been, and he's in the team. Team photo right now for Sacks leader, 35 to 1, an incredible amount of value right now. I'm trying to think of which which lines are we going to lose. So teasers have become very popular. Last week they dominated. You could you could say like you went 10 and 0 with teasers based on some of the lines that were available earlier in the week and some of the stuff that you grabbed later in the week. What I'm thinking of, which ones are we going to lose that you won't want to have as a teaser? They're going to use teaser protection and they're going to get they're going to boost these numbers. Kansas City already went through the seven. Is it going to keep climbing after what we saw from Philadelphia? It might. It might. Paul, would it shock you if we wake up on Sunday and it's minus nine? No, because we've seen we've seen that the last couple of weeks too. Some of those jump in from seven, seven and a half to nine. Yeah. So yep. no, it would not shock me at all. I would yeah, if you want to include in some of these teasers, I get it now. Would it shock you if something similar happens with the Bucks? Up in New England, maybe we get to nope, eight and a half, nine. Nope. Well, now it's in. Uh, it's just about in that teaser range. I mentioned right. on Fanduel this morning, it went up to seven. So it's gonna keep. <laughs> and nobody's gonna make the case for New England all week, right? Which, as a better, makes me think that we should be talking about the Patriots. However, there are different rules when it comes to Tom Brady. So I can't tell you to go grab the Patriots. But, yeah, that number's going to keep going. It's going to climb. That Packers thing, I don't think we're going to get north of a touchdown. But Tampa Bay, we definitely will. So keep that in mind. New Orleans. So it was higher. Now it dropped some because it got some early sharp money on the Giants. People aren't going to be able to bet the Giants. That number's going to go back up. It was already 8.5. It's probably going to go back to 9. So I think New Orleans is a decent teaser option. You're just asking them to win at home against the Giants. So Kansas City and New Orleans, I'm taking a look at. And if we go dogs, I like Baltimore flat out against Denver. So if I tease them through the three and the seven, I think that's a strong look. And Seattle, division game, get it through the three and the seven against San Francisco. There's another dog one that we can go with. So many options. The better than me says there's no way we're going to get a repeat performance from all these teasers. Some of these are going to get blown up. So I would say pick your spots. So as far as picking your spots, when there's a public dog like the Lions, so I'm seeing them at two and a half as well, potential teaser option. But like, if you're seeing a public dog, do you just stay away from them entirely? Are you like, hey, forget it. I'm not even messing around with teasers and that sort of thing? Well, it, it worked this week, right? Packers. Packers were the public dog. Right, right. Yeah. So I, I try to stay away from it. Just but totally. I, just completely. Hmm. Usually, yeah. usually, like if it's on the borderline. Right. Now, if it's my favorite player of the week, it's my favorite player of the right. week. Right. So then I'm in no matter what. But by the end of the week, usually I'll end up. I didn't want to lay. So the contest line we got in the San Francisco Green Bay was three and a half. And I didn't want to lay three and a half. So that's why I didn't take it. Yeah. But yeah, I just ended up staying away just because of the, the love there. And I, and I was wrong. I missed an opportunity. On that one with Green Bay. All right, let's go to Jake Kassan. He has his lightning bets or bets. What's up, Jake? What's up? 
What you got? Uh, I got some baseball, obviously. So first one I'm going to go with is Marcus Stroman over five and a half today against Miami. Only the Cubs strike out more than the Marlins over the last couple months. So at five and a half, Stroman, not usually a strikeout guy, but he's had a couple starts in his past handful where he's flown over this number. So I like that. I also like the Astros over four and a half runs against Tampa Bay with Michael Walk on the mound. People are probably going to get scared away from this because Walk has been decent in his last handful of starts, but they've all come against terrible teams, Detroit, the Angels, the Twins. So I have no problem fading Waka, and it's in Houston too. He's been worse on the road than at home. I like Zach Wheeler over six and a half strikeouts against Atlanta. Atlanta's ninth in strikeout percentage over the last month since the start of September. And this is a big spot for Wheeler, making that final push to be in the Cy Young conversation and a big divisional game for the Phillies to possibly keep hanging around. But, I mean, it's the Phillies. Joe G will tell you it probably won't happen. And last but not least, I'll go the Dodgers over four. I was stunned that the team total for the Dodgers was four with Darvish on the mound. His ERA in the second half is in the sixes. And he's just been so bad this month. This month alone, his ERA is 6.28, I believe. So the Dodgers still trying to fight for that division crown. They have something to play for. Uh, I'm going to go over four for the Dodgers as well. All right, very good. Wade Wright, his primer before we get to the playoffs today. Everybody's betting them, by the way. Yeah. Everybody. I thought about going with that first five, but it was three and a half. And eh, (laughs) that scared me. So stay away All right, very good. Uh, There is Jay Kassan. Uh, Paul, uh, we didn't get to this earlier. Uh, since we have a few minutes left, tell us what happened over at FanDuel with the Ryder Cup. And this is in Illinois, right? Illinois better? This is in, this is in Illinois. So there's this crazy Ryder Cup parlay. So placed in Illinois on Sunday, placed an $8, $8 on a 12-leg Ryder Cup parlay on the final Sunday matchups. Had a total payout of Nine hundred sixty-six thousand two hundred ninety dollars. Oh Almost a mil, a mil, a mil. Wait, wait. So this was just a Sunday matchup. It wasn't just an all weekend thing. Just a Sunday matchup. So, Joe, as a golf better, I'd like to get your take and like how you even get to this. But picked all the correct results and all the matches, including the ties. So we had Kepka, uh, Bryson, a tie between Morikawa and Hovland, Berger. Johnson, Westwood, McElroy, Poulter, Scheffler, Cantlay, Thomas, and the tie between Spieth and Fleetwood. Now the ties, those two ties, the more Kyle. So we went twelve and 12 and zero. Jeez, this is Let, incredibly hard. I've done this before. I've tried it. I've taken a shot. So the better it. It wouldn't shock me if it was the last nine dollars and whatever cents, because that's a random number to pick, unless right. it's the only bet that they would accept. This is so hard. What really juiced it up were the ties, plus five fifty Morikawa and Hovland, plus six fifty for Spieth and Fleetwood. That's tough to do, but you want to talk about ra- congratulations, but stra- I don't think there was a lot, a lot of strategy involved. They just went through looking for a little sweat, got a crazy payout. Took a shot on a lottery ticket. Bravo. How do you even like pick those ties? I have like, no idea. Okay. Cause I mean, you're definitely more, much more of a golf better than I am, but I'm like, how, how do you even like kind of zero in on those ties? Well, if you're using a site that gives you the three options, you want your odds to look great. So a lot of times those ties are plus 800. In this case, they were plus 650 and plus 550. Well, you look at Morikawa and Hovland, uh, pretty. 
pretty close, probably the way they were playing. I'd have to look about how they were performing um, in the three days there, but maybe leading up to it, it was pretty close. This has just got to be a guy who was glued to his TV for the previous three days. Like it was or just taking they just a hundred took a minutes. shot. Yeah. Or they just took a shot here. So it wasn't all USA. It that's how the final scoreboard looked. But this better took five. No, I'd have to go through it. There's more than that actually. How many dogs were here? Two Westwood. ties. Scheffler, Holter, Rory, West. Yeah, there's a good amount of dogs here. Four, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this is crazy. That's small wow. bet. Yeah. So, yeah, this, this is why you never see this with these NFL money line parlays that come in. Because you're, you don't have the ability to have ties where you have six, seven to one shots as part of these parlays. That's wild. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Man. It's hard to see dream. your dreams. Yeah. So awesome. I, you only think of it after somebody hits. So now a lot of people are going to try stuff like this for the next couple of weeks to no avail. All right. This has been BetQL Daily. Thanks for hanging out with us. We're here weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon on the BetQL Network. Appreciate everyone checking the show out and uh, the podcast as well. We'll be back tomorrow honing more in on the college football and NFL slate. For those listening on the network, next up is Jim Rome. For those watching on Twitch, twitch.tv slash BetQL. Stay tuned for the Daily Tip.